when it comes to online dating, he's Rain Man. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't have known this before that present was thrown at him. If well, you asked no, him no. a question an hour ago, he's like, I don't know. I don't watch that show. I don't care. Suddenly, he knows their social security numbers. <laughs> there were these two racing dudes named Aaron and Jared who had advice on racing and they wanted to share it. Started a website where players go to see all their picks. The goal was make the fans some money and to cut down the risk. They put the plan into motion and at first it seemed silly. Make a website where the expert picks are freer than Willie. From a racetrack veteran to just a beginner. There's one place that you want to go to find you a winner. As a matter of fact, I want to hit the exacta. There's only one site that you'll keep coming back to. So next time that the horses all line up at the post, make sure you use the website that'll win you the most. Whether Churchill, Oakland, Goldstream Parks, and Matoga, and all tracks in between, there's only one site to go to. When it comes to your racing needs and all of your bets, plus it's got a catchy name that no one ever forgets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets RacingDudes.com For all of your needs RacingDudes.com For all of your leads RacingDudes.com For all of your bets RacingDudes.com As good as it gets What is up? I'm Jared Welch He's Aaron Halterman This is Blinkers Off And look, uh, look who showed up here We got a special guest, Ryan What's up, boys? Doing well, I'm off of light I'm on lidocaine, I mean I'm back from my last <laughs> appearance here <laughs> I'm ready to rock. Been we've, we've got Ryan on for a little special segment that we're gonna we're gonna get into a little bit later. We got him on for for another thing too. We got a couple surprises we're gonna use Ryan for. Uh, I know Ryan's fired up for the show. I'm fired up for the show. The funnest thing about the show is there's a little surprise, uh, a little surprise for Jared that we're gonna do in the very first segment that he does not know about. So uh, everybody's everybody's on the edge of their seats. Yep. Yeah, this is the 474th episode, and uh, I've this is the first time I've ever not known. I mean, even if I'm not on the show, I know what we're going to talk about. I don't have any clue what this is or why Ryan's here. So, I mean, uh, but no, it's great. Uh, anytime he can be on the show, and obviously, I considering the year, I'm very, I'm very careful with what I'm about to ha- what's about to happen to me. Like, I don't know if this is a one final fuck you or if this is uh if this is a good thing i don't know we'll see uh but yeah welcome everybody that's tuned in tuning in live right now on uh, youtube live and facebook and twitter thank you for joining us during the middle of the day uh but yeah we have obviously uh whatever whatever's coming my way here in a little bit uh but we also have some uh some rapid fire to talk about later two derby preps this weekend of course the uh Tough Luck Bob Invitational at uh, Low Sal on Saturday as well. So uh, we'll talk about that race, obviously, moving forward. But uh, so I guess let's get right into it because I, <laughs> uh, I, I, Michael Myers says, don't get excited, you're fired. I, I can't be fired. Don't no. worry. I, 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 uh, <laughs> I'll fire, uh, I'll fire Ryan for if it depends on what this. What, I don't think he can be fired this. either. You can't be, you can't fire someone that doesn't get paid. Yeah, so that's, right. that's true. There you go. <laughs> uh, but hey, uh, what's, uh, what's the best thing you guys saw today? Um, well, Ryan, do you want to, do you want to start with your little uh, special thing first? Sure. So guys, let me tell you, the dudes are amazing because when the dudes are your friends, magical things happen. So what happened is I gave Aaron for his birthday, a signed autograph from Victor Espinoza of American Pharaoh, which he hung up and was like blown away by. And he's like, I'm going to get to you something special. I'm like, there you go. It's way back there. You can see it when in the Belmont. Right. And you Mm -hmm. loved it. Right, Aaron? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and so he was like, I'm going to get you something that's going to blow your mind. I'm like, yeah, we'll see. 
So then, uh, literally on Hanukkah, <laughs> a present arrived from me from Aaron. And uh, why don't we throw it up there, Jared? Why don't we show what uh, what Aaron got me? Okay. Hi, Ryan. This is Jackie Victor Espinosa here, and I want to wish you a very happy Hanukkah. And also, your friend Aaron told me that your favorite horse is California Chrome. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You are the best, just like California Chrome. Happy Hanukkah, my friend. And you are the champ, the best. Remind me like a California Chrome. <laughs> Honestly, to get a triple crown winning jockey wishing you a happy Hanukkah is like, that's, I, I bow down to you, Aaron, on Cameo, yep. I mean. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, I, I can't take all the credit. Uh, your, your lovely wife, uh, the ghost, but actually, the, <laughs> for people listening to the podcast, it's the ghost. Uh, she she uh, gave me a little bit of a hint of an idea of what to do. We kind of went back and forth. Uh, yeah, it's funny. Uh, Victor did a great job. I said the, the biggest thing you got to do, Victor, is say you're the best, just like California Chrome, because Ryan and I you're say that shit back and forth all the, the time to each other. <laughs> so <laughs> we have to do, you have to do it. And he did it, and it made it perfect. Yeah, and you can see when you watch the video, if you go back on the live stream, right before he says it, he even laughs like, I can't believe they're making me say this. <laughs> and, and, you know, I like that video. If you could try to watch it on YouTube, you could see it again here. I don't know where he took this thing. There's, it's a lot to unpack. There's so much <laughs> background. It's like he's in paradise. Like 2020 didn't affect Victor Espinosa. He's having a blast, wherever that is. So it's like you hear like shit being built in the background, but it's like in the middle of the rainforest, kind of. And it's mm -hmm. just like he's just he's. Li I couldn't figure out what what is what does hat say? What what Breeders Cup hat was that? Oh, that's Princess Noor. Yeah, oh. the Princess Noor hat on. Yeah. I noticed the minute he said Happy Hanukkah, you stopped hearing drilling. I don't know where. <laughs> you no, know, it was. You know. that, it's gotta be. It's gotta be the first time in the history of the world. That anybody's ever wished ha someone happy Hanukkah from that location right there. Like that, that just has never happened ever. And it'll be the only time it ever happened. So congratulations, Ryan. Yeah. I mean, talk about a special gift. So shout out to Jackie Victor Espinoza. We're fans. And uh, shout out to you, Aaron. Wow, way to one up. A pro I mean, that's that's the, what do you say? Thank you. Happy well, Hanukkah. Listen, this, this is the show of talking about giving, right? Because... Like uh, an hour before I get on the air, this is my best thing I saw today. This comes in the mail from Dr. Miranda. She's painted like a, a, a sign here. I guess it's like jockey silks, right? But she paints them in the colors of the St. Louis Blues, which is like, wow, very heartfelt. That's my favorite team. Put the H on there for, for Halterman. So Dr. Miranda, a huge shout out for the sign. And Listen, she even wrote a note to me. Oh, no, that's between me and my diary. You guys don't do that. <laughs> but thank you, Dr. Miranda. This is awesome. Where the hell's mine? That's what I want to know. I mean, come on. <laughs> you don't get one, son. <laughs> Ryan gets Victor. You you get uh, you get a personalized uh, jockey silks. Uh, and what do I get? Well, Jared, oh, wait, I'm glad you brought that up. Is, is, that, is that coming up? Is that the part of the... Go ahead and you do the best thing you saw today, and then I will get to that. Okay, well, uh, best thing I saw. Well, it has to be, I don't have anything as cool as these guys. That's unfortunate. But uh, <laughs> I was going to get, we'll talk about it probably after the show, or like in the closing, talking about the Browns-Ravens game, uh, which mm -hmm. was incredible. Uh, game of the year. 
Uh, it had everything to it. The poop gate, you know, did he go to the bathroom, did he not? Uh, but it was just an amazing game all around. But then I see, and we'll talk about this guy in a little bit. I see who's entered this weekend, and it's my boy Maxfield. And that's got to be the best thing I saw because everyone knows this is my favorite horse. Uh, obviously, went from giving me hope of winning the Fantasy League to giving me some fear of losing it. <laughs> uh, all, all in a, a one big swoop, basically. Obviously, this horse has never lost. He's just been a horse of what could be. And so as, here he is back uh, in the tenacious running at fairgrounds on Saturday. So it'll be interesting to see what he does, obviously, and then obviously what he does moving forward. Um, as he seems like a horse that will get better with age. So that would be the best thing I saw today. We'll talk more about him coming up, but I'm just too anxious to see what the hell's about to happen to me here. All right. So, Jared, uh, as as you know, and Ryan knows, and I know, yesterday was your birthday. So, first of all, if you're in the comments sec section, wish Jared a happy birthday. But we decided, you know, we got to get you something, but it's got to be special. <laughs> so, the first segment on today's show will be Jared's special birthday bash game show where we have we have got three prizes slash gifts for you jared but you have to earn them by playing our game show so we are very excited that's all i'll say about it you go ahead and do the do the finishing uh, thing there and then i will explain the game at the first of the next segment okay i'm just trying to unpack that a little bit okay uh, <laughs> so so there's a birthday game show for me and i gotta know that yeah. ryan was was uh, was a big part of this right <laughs> ryan was a huge huge part of this maybe all of his ideas so <laughs> yes the jared birthday bash game show is going to happen first annual jared birthday bash game show we are all so excited for it it's gonna be a lot of fun all right let's do it i'll get to today's show i want i really need to see what this is about all right uh <laughs> we know what it is uh Aaron and uh, ryan apparently giving me a special holiday slash birthday surprise and we'll get to rapid fire after that as we as we look at some of the, the stakes action of fairgrounds goldstream park los alamitos and remington park including two kentucky derby prep races let's go all right the first annual jared birthday bash game show that's right so here's the deal i've got three envelopes in my hands right now these are three different gifts that jared can earn but he first must pass three levels if you pass the first level you get the first gift the second level second gift the last level you get the third gift the gifts get better as we go on so the stakes will be raised with each round you get three questions per round if you hit two of the three questions you win the round, and you win the prize, <laughs> and you get to go on to the next round. So very simple, right? Yeah, I mean, very, what, what are these, like, uh, current events? Uh, what, what kind of topics are we talking here? Well, each round has a different topic. Okay, okay. And so uh, I, I will start off, and it'll just be general horse racing trivia. That's going to be the first round, just the spoiler alert. Now there's one caveat to the whole thing. If you win the first round, you can keep your gift and quit the game or you can move on to the next round. But if you do not pass the next round, you lose everything. <laughs> so that is where the drama comes in to this game. Wow, there's so much now, pressure on this. Once again, the, the, the gifts get significantly better with each step. So there is motivation to play the whole game. Hey. So Jared. I'm in it to win it, okay? Yeah, I'm in it to win it. Let's, let's do it. Okay, let's go. 
You're ready for the first round. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now Jared, the first round, the gift, it, it's, it's the smallest gift, right? But it's also going to be the easiest questions. So we're, we're not trying to trip you up. This is your birthday. We're trying to make this as easy as possible. So I will be in charge of the first round. Three questions. You just got to get two of them right to move on to round number two. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start off with a very, very easy question. American Pharaoh won the Triple Crown. You and I were there. What year did American Pharaoh win the Triple Crown? I'd like to lock in. The year was 2015. One for one. <laughs> He's done it, folks. He is one correct answer away for moving on to round two. Jared, how are you feeling after the first question? I feel good. I, I was a little nervous, uh, but uh, I, I remember that year very well. Uh, it wasn't that long ago. I'm not that old yet, so uh, I do remember that. So, yes, I feel good about it. And, you know, shout out to Victor Espinoza uh, for giving just one what a brilliant ride. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I think you could have rode American Pharaoh to these wins. So, okay. The second question. Here we go, Jared. Okay. American Pharaoh went on to win the Breeders' Cup Classic later in 2015. We all know this. Who was the runner-up in the 2015 Breeders' Cup Classic? That would be, uh, shit. Uh, what was that horse's name? It was, uh... <laughs> He's no, he's not even, he, he, uh, he's not alive anymore. Um, that's true. That is true. He is is, uh, I didn't know if that's accurate or not. Thank you. That's accurate. Hey, do I, do I get points for, uh, oh shit. If you told, if you told me what it's, his name started with, I would get it. <laughs> Uh-oh. 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 Uh, you got three seconds. No, don't Google it, Jared. And don't no one's, and, and no one in the chat talk in here. This is, no. this is. Oh, uh, shit, what was that horse's name? Uh... Oh! Uh, F... Uh... uh F and X. You got it! Hey! Yes! Oh, that he, is amazing! And that horse, yeah, I think he, he passed away, didn't he? So... Way to, way, to be, way to be a doubter on the game show. I'm sorry. I don't um, think but... I would have came up with that question if I knew that fact. <laughs> um, so sorry, but yes, FNX was right. Jared, you have moved on to round <laughs> number two. Jared, here it is. This is Let's it. See it. All right, what, what is it? Get for your first gift, it's a 12 pack of Truly. Oh, yes. Truly for Jared. He's done it. The hard seltzer. I love it. Thank you. I, I will I will definitely that's the gift that keeps on giving, so I love it. Now, here is the question. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. Well, hold on. Are you sure? <laughs> hold on, Jared. Oh, hold sorry. On. That's a that's a good prize. I mean, honestly, who knows yeah. if the next one's any good? <laughs> that's a good one to me. If you miss, if you if you do not pass the second round, you lose this. Well listen. I judging off of that. That prize, it feels like that's a little bit tailored to me, so I feel like I'm excited to see what other gifts might be tailored towards me. So I will continue on. Okay. J Jared is going to round two. Ryan will be in charge of round two. Ryan, take it away. All right, let's start with this. It's time to play. What the f did that horseman say? All right, <laughs> all right. Yes, I love right. this game. Now, Jared, you know the deal. This is what the bleep. You're gonna have to answer three what the bleeps. Oh gosh. Your heart. 
And I'm going to actually help you here because I, I love you, man. And I want you to have a chance at your birthday. So we're going to let Aaron play alongside you because he honestly hasn't heard these. And I think you need, you're going to need some help. So are you ready to play? You're going to have to answer three what the bleeps. We bleep out a word that a horseman said, and it, it's going to sound dirty, but you have to guess what the word is. <laughs> yeah, these are always uh, these are always like a coin flip, I feel like, getting these right. So I, I'm a little nervous about this one. Well, let's let's give it a shot. You ready for question one? All right. Here we are. Yeah, I just told my exercise rider, Jay, that uh, let her do what she wants. I said, get her into it, and then on her, and let her do what she wants. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's get. Let's hit it again. Let's hit it again. Yeah, I just told my exercise rider Jay that uh, let her do what she wants. I said, get her into it, and then on her, and let her do what she wants, and she did. <laughs> One more time, or you feel like you can take some guesses there. One more time. One more time. Yeah, I just told my exercise rider Jay that uh, let her do what she wants. I said, get her into it, and then on her, and let her do what she wants, and she did. <laughs> Ooh. That could be a lot of things, I feel like. Uh, I mean, do you have any guesses, Halt? Like, sit on her? That's what I was going to say. Like, uh, sit on her is, is kind of what I was, I'm leaning towards. Because it, it, it almost, like, you almost want to say pump on her, but... The, the the guy saying don't do anything on her so i think right. sit on her would be the would be the best thing i was gonna to say get. pump i was gonna say scrub and then i was like well it sounds like he just wants to like wants her him to sit yes and sit still so i'll i'll stick with sit we're gonna lock it in all right ready mm -hmm. yeah, i just told my exercise rider jay that uh, let her do what she wants i said get her into it and then sit on her and let her do what she wants and she did Please. yes Yes! You're one, you're one for one. Let's go. This is a hard game. One correct answer away, Jared. Okay, okay. Yeah, these are not easy, so I, that I will, starting them off one for one, I, I, I love it. All right. Now, this is the Richard Mandela. Well, by the way, this is like, people don't, like, this, this game inside the game show is pretty spectacular. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Like, this is one of my favorite games of all time, and now it's part of... The Jared, uh, the Jared birthday bash game show. I mean, come on. So, all right, no. let's do it. Now, here's a Richard Mandela question for you. Okay. Oh wow. Manly, she's probably more mountain she ever was, so I can't say we're straightening out that way. <laughs> oh, geez, that. Play it again. Yeah, that was quick. Here we go. Manly, she's probably more mountain she ever was, so I can't say we're straightening out that way. <laughs> Oh gosh, uh, mainly she's more, probably more. One more time. Fit, I would say fit is the answer. Go ahead, Brian. Mainly she's probably more out than she ever was, so I can't say we're straightening out that way. Mentally, she's probably more. Uh... Is she? Is he saying mentally or mainly? Mentally, mentally, she's probably more. Oh, okay. Uh. I mean, fit. I, I was gonna say fit, but it doesn't really go with mentally. No, it doesn't. And mentally, she's probably more mature, but I don't know. That seems quick. Re ready? Mentally, she's probably more ready. <laughs> I can't I'm, tell you. I'm trying to get a. I'm trying to get a read on Ryan. Uh, <laughs> what? One more time, Ryan. One more time. All right. 
mentally she's probably more out than she ever was, so I can't say we straighten anything out that way. It really sounds like he would say fucked there, you know? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, there's three questions. So if you don't get this right, Jared, you're not out of the game. I mean, they, both of you might more. have had the word right. I don't know. Let's find out. I mean, yep. so let's lock in a final answer here. What What are you guys going to go with? And, and, and to be helpful, I'll let each of you pick a name. Like, whatever you think the word is, I'll give you two shots at it. I guess it's ready for me. I, I, it doesn't make sense, but it, the way it's worded and the way Fassie says it, I'm gonna say fit just to be careful. Okay. It, maybe she's mentally fit. I don't know. Like, okay. <laughs> let's take let's take a listen, guys. Ready? Here's the answer. Mentally, she's probably more spoiled now than she ever was. Mm. I can't say we straighten anything out that way. Okay. okay. Uh oh. Spoiled. It's spoiled. It's spoiled. But but there's one more. It's a Shug question. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I feel like we'll get this one. Hey, out. win or lose, this is always good. All right. But this is this is very dramatic because you have to get this one right. I, I, I don't feel bad about it because I never in a million years would have got spoiled. So No, right. it, was a, it was a bitch move on Ryan's part mm -hmm. to make that yep. one. Not cool. Yep. Blame Richard Mandela. <laughs> no, I blame you. Okay. Mentally well, spoiled. Who says that? Okay, go ahead. Okay, go ahead, Ryan. Here's the question. I'll be off the and she didn't put in pretty good effort today. Yeah. Okay, I'll, again. I'll be off the and she didn't put in pretty good effort today. Yeah. One more time, or you guys think you can guess what this is? He'll be awfully something if she doesn't put in a good effort today. Here's the question again. I'll be off the and she didn't put in pretty good effort today. Yeah. I've got this one, Jared. What do you think, though? Uh, sad? Disappointed is too long of a, it's too long of a word there. Um, I, 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 de I definitely think it's it's sad or disappointed. I think it's one of those two, for sure. It just doesn't feel like it'd be long enough to a space to say disappointed. Play it one more time, Ryan. I'll be off the oh. and she didn't put it. Oh, I think it might be disappointed. That was. It, it seems a little longer than 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 what I thought as well. Disappointed. I, I'm gonna lock in disappointed. I can do it. Okay. I'm with you. I'm all with you. Now hold on, Jared. This is your playing for the truly beer and an unknown present. Are you willing to go out on disappointed with Chuck? Because this will haunt you if it's wrong, right? I mean that gift is pretty good, so I'm giving you one more chance. How in your heart are you gonna Mahomes it and just throw it and hope it gets caught? Are you sure this is how you want to go out? I, I'm most shook here. I think I think he's more of a disappointed guy than than, than yep. a sad guy. I think there you go. All right. I'm with you. I'm behind you 100%. There you go. See, I got I got uh, Halterman. All right, here we go, guys. This is for all the marbles. I'll be off the disappointed if she doesn't put in pretty good effort. Today. Woo! Yes! yes! Wow. All right. Wow. That was all right. I did it. You've done it. It was, it was tough. But listen, I think that was the toughest round, to be honest. So you've done it, Jared. Survived with the do you want it? Do you want to see your prize now? I do. <laughs> Okay, this is a three-month subscription to YouPorn Premium. Wow! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Three months! Wow, Three are you serious? That's the best gift I've ever gotten. <laughs> now, now, hold on, Jared. So you might not be willing to play for the third-round gift. Because you don't know, not, not, I don't want your answer yet. I just want to let you know. Now that's a kind of sneaky good gift because it's the kind of gift a lot of people want but aren't willing to purchase. 
So it's purchased for you. <laughs> and, who, and... Purchased, who purchased it, by the way? <laughs> Ryan, Ryan definitely did. Definitely did. <laughs> oh. Here's the deal. So you've got, you've got the Truly. Do I have to share the credentials with you? No. No. <laughs> you have our own. Okay, okay. Oh, shit. That's... Let's recap. Let's recap what you got here. You got the Truly Bear, and you got... Now, now, you might be saying I'll walk away because good deal, but what do you think, Aaron? Should we give him a look at what the third prize is before we get an answer if he's going to walk or, or not? Or well, let's discuss for a second. We we are very confident that the third prize is even better than the second. Okay, so let's we'll start with that. So let's just let's just ask him. Let's just ask him before we try to bribe him to go on to the third one. Do Man. you want to go on to the third game? May I ask what the cash value is at that uh, second prize? Um, I don't know, honestly. <laughs> I would look it up, but I'm afraid it might lock up I my computer. I think it's, I think it's like thirty bucks. I think it's like nine ninety nine a month. So. Mm, okay, so thirty dollar item a second. It's got to be bigger than that. Uh, I would, if it'll help, I would say this is maybe like triple the cash value, maybe. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm here. I'm here for. Listen, I'm here for the big prize. I'm here to win it all. I, I didn't show up to. I didn't even know I was showing up for anything, to be honest. But I, I'm, I'm not showing up for for a second here. So uh, let's just move. Keep it going. I think people. I think the people want. Dude, the people want me to keep going here. So. <laughs> yes. I do. All right. I like it. I think this is great. I think this third game is going to be a lot of fun. Um, and so one little surprise, as you have now said, you are moving on to the third <laughs> game. Another surprise. Okay. We have a guest that will handle the third round. So let's welcome oh. in the guest <laughs> right now. What the fuck is this? Okay. I got no shot now. This guy's got it out for me. Ma Magic, what is the what is the uh subject matter of the third game? Well, it's Jared's favorite podcast, the Magic Mike Show trivia. Oh, if you listen to half a third of the hell a fourth of the episodes that we do and we're coming up on no. pretty soon. These are questions that any listener would know off the top of their... I mean, Michael Myers is here. He'd be able to sweep this round drunk and high at the same time. <laughs> I, I I, just lost it all. Well, I just lost it all. I've got no shot. I've got. I've listened to like three episodes my whole life. So, uh, <laughs> I don't... Uh, okay, is Michael allowed to help me on this on the uh, on the chat here? Okay, so the rule with this one is you get one lifeline, only one. How many questions are there? Three. There's three questions. You've got to you've got to get two right. There's three questions. You got to get two right. You get one lifeline. Oh gosh, I'm gonna I'm gonna text uh, text Samage. <laughs> oh, he's watching. <laughs> he's watching, bud. Don't worry. Now, now, before we go on, Jared, would you like to know what you're playing for as extra yeah, motivation? For sure, yeah. Really? Okay, yeah, Brian, let's, let's hear it. you think I think it might allowed? help me focus. I, I think we have to let him know, and I think the audience wants to know what exactly Jared's playing for. Okay, this is a, <laughs> this is a year subscription to Tinder Gold. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Woo, okay, all right, okay. <laughs> Look, he's standing up. <laughs> okay, this just got real, folks. Okay. So, so here we go. This gets serious now. Holy shit. Why don't I listen to this show? Okay. <laughs> Come on, Samage. I, 
I will, I will, Savage, I will share any photos I get using Tinder Gold if you just help me, please, okay? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I don't think that's going to help Mike out too much, but uh, I'm sure he appreciates the offer. <laughs> How about Michael Myers? I'll take either, anyone that wants to help me out. I'll share what, it, okay. Oh my God. Is, is that a butt or boobs? It's the number oh. three, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> <you're an> idiot. <laughs> Uh, Tender gold, baby. That's what all it's all about. <laughs> all right, magic, take it away. Okay. All right, so Jared, you know our logo. It's uh, it's it's we for our logo that you helped design. Uh, uh, Mike and I wanted to pay homage to the racing dudes logo, where it's your two heads and Zenyatta, a horse that was very influential on you guys. Mike and I, obviously, the Magic Mike show playing up the male stripper angle. Uh, we put a horse in the middle that also was important to us at the time. That has nothing to do with this question. My question for you actually is- Man, I was like, I, I helped design that. I know the answer to that one. <laughs> which two jockeys' names does Mike Samich always mix up when he talks about them? Oh, well, shit, I'm not gonna know that. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, now, no chance. I'll help you, it's up to your jockeys. These are, these are big name jockeys. It's not like we're asking you for like the low so, like, he, 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 he mixes them up? Like he tells one. The oh, other like one. If, it, if it was Aaron and Ryan, he would say Ryan Halterman, Aaron Stillman on the show. Oh, while you think, while you think about it, let's talk about what the you know the Tinder Premium subscription <laughs> would get. Uh, oh, now, I, this is the, oh, I know what it gets, son. Okay. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> okay, but no, no pressure, no pressure, no pressure. Just. But, but also, I feel like when you add that combined with the Truly and the U porn, you could have a. I mean, that's a wonderful. You know, it, it is. It's a wonderful man's package. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man's package. Man. Yeah. I'm looking. I'm, right, re Jared. I'm reading some of these comments. Uh, you know, the French connection so much helps me, which helps a little bit. Uh, We're all pulling for you, Jared. You know, we want you to have a good birthday. <laughs> is it Flo and would it be Flo and Le Peru? Florent Le Peru, would he say that? <laughs> Just so that you know, I'm not trying to royally screw you here. I did text the answers to Aaron and Ryan, so I'm not going to make up a different answer just to screw you. It's just so you know. This is true. Not that it helps you any, but. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm trying to think, too, you guys, you guys talk a lot about Gulfstream. Oh, gosh. I I think, you know, listen, there's two more. If you get it wrong, right? I think yeah. I'm over a flyer. This, this is a, this is a, just, just go for it. Let's, let's give it yeah. a shot here. Just throw it out there. Oh gosh. Uh, maybe I'm going to, I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw, just throw one up against the wall here. How about, okay. how about Flavian and Flo? Holy shit, he got oh! done. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, it's all about yeah, the Tinder gold. Okay. Listen, now I'll tell you why I thought that. It's because, okay, I was like, well, Flavian, obviously, you guys do a ton of West Coast stuff. So, like, you're talking a lot. So, I was like, okay, that would make sense. And Flo, obviously, like, he's probably the most, I mean, well-known French uh, jockey. So, I just basically just threw him in. So, there you go. Boom. All right. Hey, I'm going to start listening, I think, after this. 
Guys, he's one away. He has two chances. He is one away. Now, now, I have a question. Do you need some more motivation? Okay. Because I, I think I can motivate this guy to even get the next one right. Because I have an idea for you, Jared. Oh, we, we discussed it because Curtis Curtis said he would go in on this present with you. We, we're we're going to get... So we're willing to, if you want, you could pick if you want it to be a Bumble Gold or a, a, a Tinder Gold. You get to pick. <laughs> If you get all three, you get to pick. You get to pick which subscription you want the premium to. If you yep. pick, get all three. Well. Are you willing to play for all three or you're just gonna say, hey, I could just two out of three and the best thing I can do. The women on Tinder are a little bit looser. So, I mean. <laughs> Magic, go to the second one, please. Second <laughs> question. Uh, and this will actually help you out a little bit because you have a one in three chance of getting this right. Okay. So. Uh, uh, you guys very nicely sent a lot of us these very nice uh, golf polos, very premium, very comfortable, really nice polos. And we try to wear them on the show each week. Uh, there are three colors there. We've been amazingly good about not wearing the same color ever. It just happens. We never coordinate it. It just happens that we show up wearing the different colors. I know, which, I know the answer to this already. Aaron, I told you this was too easy for me. <laughs> well, what's the answer? So, so there, the question right. is, you probably know where this is going. Son of a bitch, yeah. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> we, wore the same color. we wore the same color one time. I tuned in for that episode, great. thank you very much, okay? <laughs> okay, that is, that. this is amazing. This is amazing. Tinder gold. He's got the right. He's right here, Tinder gold. When it comes to when it comes to online dating, he's Rain Man. Yeah, <laughs> he wouldn't have known this before that present was thrown at him. Well, he asked no, no. a question an hour ago. He's like, I don't know. I don't watch that show. I don't care. Suddenly, he knows their social security numbers. <laughs> mother's maiden names. I mean, the guy. Wow, this well, is a truly incredible human experiment that we've done with human nature right here on the show. This is so a- here's the deal. Here's the deal. You won. It's over. You won. You won. But let's get the third one, and we'll give you a month of whatever the Bumble premium is if you get the third one right. Uh, That'll just be your bonus for how good you've done. First of all, can we just like Trulies? Uh, yep. What was it? You porn uh-huh. and Tinder Gold. I mean, just Christmas came early for me. I mean, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. Christmas is going to come more than once for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So it's funny because Ryan and I talked about what should we do, and within a minute we knew the three gifts. We we knew the levels. We knew you know each one how to how to structure. You guys know me so well. (laughs) So okay. No, but normally I listen. I I, every time we travel, I listen to the Magic Mike because I need something to listen to on the plane or in the car or whatever. Well, we haven't traveled at all this year, so I I've been slacking, uh, admittedly. But I had to tune in for some of them, and the great one. It's a total random thing that I tuned in for that one because I, I, I remember that very well. Uh, okay, anyways, go ahead. Third question. Man, I really, thought, I really thought that was going to be the one that tripped you up too. Yeah. All right, final question. I had, like a, I had like a Rain Man light bulb moment whenever you started to ask that question. I was just like, I know it. Okay, go ahead. Which sire's name does Mike repeat as a whisper after he says it out loud? And when you answer, you have to whisper it. Violence. <laughs> Rain Man. Rain wow. Man. What a success! Man, I know what I'm doing tonight. 
<laughs> the first, okay, the first ever Bert, Jared birthday bash game show, he knocks it out of the park. A total home run. He won a prize we weren't even willing to give him. I mean, it's unbelievable. I don't even this have is, a printout for it. This is one of the greatest segments in Blinkers Off history, by the way. What an idea. What? Thank you so much. I'm just honored to... To be a part of this show, uh, of this game show, uh, you know that. And by the way, I was, if I, I was gonna say, like you, you talked about. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you printed all those out. Is that boobs uh, or a butt? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Jared. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, well, I was gonna, I was gonna throw. I didn't need it, thankfully. But whenever. I could tell. I could just tell by the look in Magic's eyes. He was ready to, to put me down here on this uh, on this final round. I was gonna I was gonna throw out the. I literally just ordered everyone that's on this little four uh, square here Christmas gifts, and I was like, hey, listen, if this is what it comes down to, I will hold on to them. Okay, that's I, I was I was willing to sacrifice that in order for the tender gold. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> So, so how good of a present is that, by the way? Did, did your boys come through? I mean, how- oh my gosh, it's amazing. That the tender gold, I'm telling you, that is a that is for a year. That's a sweet deal. Okay, uh, that's a sweet deal because uh, I think you get like uh, I think you, you can like you can see who's liked you. Um, you can get repeat like you can uh, get like a limited message. I don't know what it exactly you get, but you get a bunch of shit. Um, here, I'll, I'll just pull it up right here. How about that? Uh, you would never hear about this on the DRF podcast. Wait, <laughs> hey, hold on. You, you think, don't think Gabe Privman is playing this on his podcast? <laughs> do you think that they know what Tinder is? Uh, do you think they know what females wow. are, first of all? <laughs> Let's see. You get swipe on every top pick every day, Ooh. unlimited likes, one free boost a month. Oh, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Choose who sees you. Swipe around the world. Five free super likes a day. <laughs> Unlimited rewinds, and I get turn off ads. It's one hundred fifty dollars value right there. So. Wow! There you go. Swipe around. Hey, the hang world. on, one hundred and fifty. They didn't tell me that. Hey, because I love you guys so much, I will share any kind of information I get out of this. Uh, out of this. Uh, Exclu- I, I just want to make sure I'm, I'm changing the password to the you porn though as soon as I get it. <laughs> uh, oh shit! All right, well, it worked out. Happy birthday to you, Jared! And uh, last plug, uh, Magic Mike show. We're on at two thirty Pacific, five thirty Eastern, doing Gulfstream again. So Mike Samich has been pretty hot there. So we're gonna see if we can get some more winning tickets. So now I don't have to listen for another year because uh, <laughs> I, I, I've passed the test. <laughs> You just have to spot listen. Your spot listening has been perfect so far. <laughs> Man, I appreciate it because you guys could have made me look really stupid on the Magic Mike questions if you would have gotten a little more detailed uh, because, yeah, I, 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 it's no secret. Uh, but we, you guys do a great job, and obviously go listen to them. Uh, doing, they're going to be doing their show later on today. Thanks, guys. Uh, seriously, thank you so much. It's, it's, it's a great – what a great birthday present. I mean, I <laughs> – I cannot wait to drink, sit in my, you know, sit in my chair, drink a truly, and have a couple tabs open, one for you porn and one for Tinder. I mean, this sounds amazing. So thank you so much, guys. That's all.
It's all thanks to these guys. I can't point at Ryan. There you go. Time for Rapid Fire, presented by Tinder Gold. That's right. Tinder Gold is <laughs> is sponsoring this. I don't know. They, they might as well. I'm so pumped about this uh, this new found uh, prize I have. Uh, it might be you porn after this. I don't know. We'll see. Or it might be truly. But all those prizes belong to be sponsored on this part of the show. I mean, hell, we've given this, giving them all kinds of exposure <laughs> earlier on the show. I was going to say Racing Dudes Premium, but let's be honest. That's probably fourth on the list. Uh, <laughs> between I, I know it is for me, um, but no, thank you so much uh, for everyone that tuned in for that. That was hilarious. Thank you, guys, Alterman and Ryan and Magic for putting that on. Um, but yeah, check out racingdudes.com. Uh, I'm trying to pull it together here because I'm, I'm still a little shocked, and uh, my adrenaline's kind of high on, after that uh, very <laughs> intense show. Um, but no, Racing Dudes Premium, check them out, check us out at racingdudes.com on the products page. Uh, we have the Malibu guide coming out next week, so that's going to be actually the Malibu is shaping up to be one hell of a of a big final race of the year, um, and it's shaping up to be amazing. So you got to go check out the, the racing dudes, and if you're a subscriber, you get those wagering guides for free. All right, four stake trades we're going to cover here, including uh, two derby preps, and we'll kick it off with the first one on Friday. That's right, Friday at Remington Park, race twelve, the Remington Springboard Mile. It's worth two hundred k. It's for two-year-olds going one mile. Field of 11 shows up for this one. It's kind of an interesting field because your two uh, shortest prices here, out of door for Wesley Ward and Cohen. Uh, not my Cohen, with the C Cohen. The four to one. Both horses from the Breeders' Cup, both turf horses, but yet they have the class of the field. So are you kind of leaning that direction? And uh, who's your pick? Yeah, isn't it kind of strange? Like, name two horses uh, two weeks ago that you would have said would have been in this race. Outdoor and Cohen would not have been two horses I would have I would have thought would even be in the Springboard Miles. So uh, I'll start off with that. It's just very odd to see these two yeah. in. And uh, Outdoor three to one, and probably should be. I mean, you look at the speed figures, and this horse seems to be faster than everybody else in this race. <laughs> one little problem. Uh, he faded badly at a mile. Well, not, I guess not badly, but he faded at a mile his first time stretching out, last time out. And oh, by the way, he's never touched the dirt in a race. So <laughs> obviously a couple of uh, issues for a horse that's three to one. I, I did, I, I'm, I'm going to play out of door. Um, Cohen, sorry, sorry to the real Cohen. I, I, I did throw <laughs> Cohen out, but um, I went to the rail with the number one, Senor Buscador. Uh, 15 to 1 on the morning line only has one race under his belt it came right there at Remington where he had a really impressive uh, two and a half length victory going five and a half furlongs after falling well out of the race early on I mean he's last by by about 10 lengths uh, up the backside it didn't look like he was gonna do any running at all and just swooped by him like it was nothing so uh, I, I think he's got a lot of potential I think the stretch out uh, should be right up his alley his Dam Roses Desert has produced some very nice horses, including Runaway Ghost, uh, a horse a few years ago that, that made some noise out at Sunland Park. Um, so, yeah, I, I think he has a lot of upside. And, you know, I don't think we'll get 15 to 1, but I do think we'll get a pretty decent price. So I'm going to I'm gonna start off the pod here with taking a swing yeah. uh, with number one, Senior Buscador. Yeah, this is a... Gosh, this is a tricky race because, again, like we, I mentioned, you don't have... Like you have some stars, so to speak, but they're turf horses, you know, and and you know, as you know, this is a race that maybe necessarily doesn't always produce the biggest, you know, uh, 
horse sometimes it's, it's produced some but i mean as far as horse like you're looking for a horse right now that can win this race and i don't know like cohen i'm with you i i, I obviously love the name but uh you know just the fact that the horse started on dirt and then it went to turf that and then it's like so that tells you like obviously and the horse has been better on turf you know so it's like why go back to dirt other than it's like kind of just like oh well you might as well run him one time and see if he's very good on the you know comes back to the dirt okay out of door to me is the one that's super interesting because it's like he's not just i mean <laughs> he's a tur a, a stakes winner at kentucky downs and then he goes and runs a really you know third good third like you said he did fade but he got beat by battleground and fire at will i mean fire at will was a little shocking but battleground a very good horse obviously for aiden o'brien mm -hmm. um you know finishes third in a grade one breeders cup race it's i mean it's nothing to be ashamed of and now they're going to the dirt, you know, which it's, it's, that to me was very interesting. So, listen, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take and pick, I'm gonna take a swing and pick and, and pick him here, just because I think his talent alone is better than anyone in the field. It's a matter if he can get the distance, and obviously if he takes the dirt. A lot of ifs, so that's why I'm gonna play a few in here. I also liked uh, uh, Brad Cox, the Joe, Joe Fraser. That's an interesting horse, I think. Um, Getting uh, getting Lasix for the first time, which uh, obviously is a very big boost for this guy. When he get when this trainer puts Lasix on, he hits at thirty three percent. So I think this horse could be a big time. You know, I know he faded uh, last time out at Churchill Downs, but listen, I mean, this is a horse who obviously it's Brad Cox. Like, I mean, <laughs> just saying, he has Lasix, has the Lasix and whatever else he's adding. Uh, and Brad Cox is, 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 is it could be can be very tough, you know, in, in these kind of situations. But out of door for me, I, I think this horse is very interesting here. I like your pick as well, from a, from a pace, you know, kind of a pace uh, meltdown standpoint. Yeah, uh, he's the one that I feel like could be picking up the pieces. Obviously, uh, bred like you said, to, should this distance should not be an issue. What is your take on this race? I mean, like I kind of mentioned, you know, this isn't a race necessarily that's producing a ton of. You know, we, we've seen it in the past. It's very rare that you might get some horses that make a try to make a move as far as into the Derby Trail. But how much of like stock are you putting into this race, or is it really just like this is a Derby prep? Obviously, ten four two one for your top four finishers. But do you take much stock into these horses moving forward? No, not at this moment. <clears throat> I, I think if Altador really takes to the dirt and just flies and airs this field and all the obviously he becomes a player but the rest of these it's kind of like i didn't even maybe i'd heard of him but i didn't even think they were considering this race you know like i, I was watching the night that my top pick one and i didn't think about okay he'll go to the springboard after this you, you know uh i was i was there at remington when number one dude uh won his last race i didn't think anything about the springboard it's an oklahoma bread you know i just, i just didn't think anything of it um, I, I know every horse in this field, uh, you know, these locals, I, I, I know almost better than the, the shippers. Um, and I just I just never had a thought that some of these would run in it. So uh, at this moment, no, I, I don't take anybody too serious here. Uh, I, I would be shocked if any of these horses go in the first couple of rounds of our draft coming up next week. Um, but somebody could surprise, you know, somebody could surprise here. I mean, Outdoor certainly has a lot of talent. And so if he can... You know, I mean, his pedigree seems like he should be able to run on the dirt a little bit. I mean, Outwork was a dirt horse, so, uh, you know, it's not out of the questions. But but we'll see. Uh, at, at this time, though, no. I think that's where why I ended up landing on him, because I just thought you wouldn't have watched 
the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf and been like, oh man, out of the door next time in the in you know go to dirt in a, in a yeah. derby prep, and I like him a lot there. You know, you're like, why would you ever see that? You know, so yeah. to me, the fact that they're they're making that move is like, okay, well, what what does that mean? You know, like why why would they even choose to do that? So. Uh, how about the 11? I like the 11 a little bit of price. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. a bro bird horse, and, you know, you, you didn't fare so well. You got beat by your horse on debut, uh, but then went to uh, Delta and, and, and really ran a really big race, stretching out a little bit longer, six and a half furlongs, into mischief horse. Maybe that horse at a price could do something. Well, uh, I'm glad you brought up the 11 because uh, I, quick story on him. Uh, I watched his race at Delta Downs on November 24th. I was watching because of him and because of a horse named Bluegrass Pharaoh for Steve Asmussen. And Flash of Mischief looked like a monster in this race. I actually made a note. It's like, hey, Delta Downs winner, but this horse looks like it could win, you know, a bigger race next time out. Did it so easily. And I was kind of ready to pick him. But then, you know, he shows up here with Senior Buscador and he, he blew the doors off of him. So if I'm sitting here going, I think the 11's pretty darn good. And here's this horse sitting here that just beat him easily. You know, it yeah. led me to, to the one. Uh, so, yeah, I'm with you, though. I, I think Flash of Mischief is one you definitely should respect in this spot. You know, Dennis Trusty says, thoughts on war with Blinkers Off. I think it's more interesting instead of the turf to dirt. I agree. I think there's a lot of interesting things with out, out of door here. Obviously, the Blinkers Off, getting Lasix first time, uh, the turf to dirt. I mean, there's a, like... It's kind of weird, right? There's so many changes, and you could either use that as a, a pro in a sense, well, he could be a completely different horse, or, gosh, there's so many different, you know, things that are changing with him here. Can I really trust that he's going to get it done? It's it's definitely, it would be very ballsy to not use out of door on anything, you know, because he just, he oozes class compared to the rest of this field. So it's almost theoretically he doesn't have to run his best race to win here. So uh, to me, uh, he's a must use. And, and yes, a ton of changes, but it's not like they're they're really evenly matched. Like you throw all these horses on his surface, he's one to nine, you know? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, that's, that, yeah. But I, I would have, but overall, I mean, that's my, Aldador is my pick, but I would have a hard time, no matter what I see really in this race, being like, okay, that's a horse... You know, in a mile race, we've seen it. I mean, shoplifted. I mean, shit. I mean, we've seen it before. You've got to be careful with these that they might look like they're going to be pretty decent, and they just they just aren't. I mean, it's just tough to kind of find that horse at this stage going a mile and let them kind of develop and, you know, as, as legit derby contenders. So, but for this race, I'm on out of door. All right, let's move to the next day, Saturday. Let's go to Fairgrounds for the Tenacious Stakes. It's race 13. It's for 75K for three-year-olds and up. Going to mile 16th, you might be thinking, why are the hell are they talking about a $75,000 race at Fairgrounds? Well, number six, eight to five, morning line favorite, Maxfield, finally makes his return. This horse, one of his many returns, it feels like. Uh, Maxfield is back. He's in, he's been training great. Look, I mean, Brandon Walsh says a lot of good, has a lot of good things uh, to say. Flo is on the mount. So what do you think here? I mean, obviously... Not the toughest of fields, but he does have to run pretty well. He can captivate Moon, locally owned, and of course, Sonneman for Asmussen's in the race. I mean, he's got to run his race. And again, you have the horse has never lost. We've seen him off layoffs. It's just a matter of, you know, is he, you know, is he healthy? You know, can he get it done? It just doesn't seem like this is a race he should lose, right? And it doesn't seem like they would bring him back unhealthy because why? 
<laughs> you know, I mean, there's no reason, there's nothing to rush for. So it, it just feels like he should kind of dominate this race. Uh, that's the way I look at it. I, I do think Sonneman is, he's a little bit of a test. Uh, but, you, you know, you look at the Matt win that he won by a length last time he was out. He, he ran, I mean, he, he faced New York traffic and pneumatic, and he beat them both. I think those two horses are better than, than, than Sonneman. Oh, yeah. So it's like, he's really not facing much. Uh, to me, it's Maxfield all the way. Uh, I, listen, if he runs this race, I don't I don't see how he loses this one. No, I agree. I mean, I, I think the bigger story here is just what what can we see is this from this horse as a four-year-old, you know? Because I think if he can just stay... I mean, you know, Brandon Walsh has said many times about how good this horse is, and he's also, you know, like, we've never got to the bottom of him. He's just... I mean, obviously, a horse that goes from main special weight to win, you know, the Breeders for Charity uh, just back-to-back like that, and he ran... And the Breeders for Charity was incredible. And then to go off that kind of layoff from October to May and win the Matt win like he did and run a career-high number. I mean, obviously, this horse in three races has been very lightly used and very lightly kind of known of what he is. Um, so I, to me, the bigger question is just what are we going to see from this guy moving forward? I agree. I mean, this, this race seems like he should dominate. Uh, I, you know, flow on the mount, which obviously Jose Ortiz has ridden this guy, um, uh, his three starts, but you know, not bad when you get flow if you don't get uh, Jose. So yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, I'm excited to see this horse. Obviously he's my boy. I think it might be a little ambitious to say Pegasus from here, uh, but I, I would love to see his horse kind of flourish and stay healthy. I mean, just the biggest thing, stay healthy as a four-year-old. It's just amazing the fact that two different times you almost thought, well, he's done. You know, he's done, done. Yeah. And here he is again. So it is, it's great to see that they've taken their time with him. Godolphin owned. Um, and I'm just excited to see him run uh, on Saturday and then moving forward. So... Number six, Maxfield for me. All right, let's go to Gulfstream Park. Race 10, the Mr. Prospector Stakes grade three with 100K. Uh, going seven furlongs. A big field here, a field of 12. Lines up for this one. Ferenc Fire at five to two, three to one on Diamond Oops. That works really burned a lot of us in the Breeders' Cup. Um, what do you think of this field? I mean, it's kind of a, it's definitely a tough one to handicap. 12 horses going seven furlongs at Gulfstream Park. I mean, are you kind of, are you willing to forgive uh, Diamond Oops after that last effort? I know you love Sleepy Eyes Todd. You get five to one on him here. What do you think? This race is is like a crazy, crazy race, right? <laughs> like, I don't know what to think. This is a really, really good race, especially uh, when you think of the fact this is worth $100,000, and you've got a great field. Uh, the bad weather at the Cigar Mile kind of gave us a couple of extra horses here that wouldn't have been here, like Forenze Fire, who's the favorite. Um, I, I'm going against Friends of Fire. I'm, I'm going against Diamond Oops. Uh, I do think that's when you have to play on tickets, though. I'm really intrigued by number four, Heichel. I think Heichel uh, is just a really interesting horse here. Uh, first time out with Todd Pletcher. I think that's intriguing to see what happens there. Uh, coming off a long layoff. Uh, but, man, when this horse was right uh, as a three-year-old, he really showed a lot of talent. And I think, you know, he's the type that's going to sit back. He's going to make one run. And I see a lot of speed in here. So I think it's going to set up pretty well for him. He's kind of a flyer a little bit. You know, I mean, you don't really know what to expect from him. But it's kind of a race where I can just see a middle type of price win. 
and I think he makes the most sense out of that category. So I, I think Heichel with Todd Pletcher and, and also Luis Saez gets a board. I think that's that's significant too. So uh, a lot of a lot of positives for him. So I put him on top. I'll tell you what, uh, you threw out a big price earlier, and, and obviously when I when I handicapped this race, the odds were not out. Um, I'm down just now looking at these odds, and <laughs> I've got one of the higher prices in the field. So, um, you know, I, listen, it's one of those races to me that most importantly, I, I, Diamond Ood, so you can't trust him. You know, you can't trust him. Um, the horse loves Goldstream Park. Eight stars at Goldstream Park, five wins. Listen, I think you got to play him because he can make you look bad if you try to beat him. Um, Sleepy Eyes Todd, I almost pulled the trigger on that horse. has been pretty damn good. Uh, you know, the friends fire. I mean, those are horses that with Irad uh, on in the mountain. I mean, he's won a lot of races with uh, friends fire. Irad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, those horses make sense, and if they win, I wouldn't be surprised. But listen, <laughs> Heichel was interesting to me at six to one. But how about let's go for twenty to one? What do you think? Number six, Last Judgment, uh, a horse that might be getting into his best running ever. Um, you know, you know, now with Mike Maker who. Get, comes off the claim and now he throws him in here. You know that to me was a, a, a weird sign, but a good sign because Mike Maker isn't <laughs> running a horse for no reason. Uh, you know, a big time purchase, a 300k purchase. Uh, you know, a while back, he's obviously older now. He's a four year old, but you know, obviously there's been hopes of this horse. This horse comes off a 98 buyer last time out. Mm-hmm. You know, has won at Gulfstream Park in five starts. He has two wins and a third at this distance. He's won at this distance. So listen, he's a price, but like considering what's in this race, him coming out and, and, and coming down the lane out of the clouds, it, I, I, I like the fact that he could pull up an upset here. His numbers aren't completely out of whack What's what, what's in the field either. So I just one more step up and, and at 20 to 1. I mean, shit. I, the fact that... <laughs> Would it be that shocking to see a Mike Maker crank him up on the set, you know, on his next start, you know, first off the claim? Like, I, it wouldn't be that shocking. So, Mike Maker is very good off the claim, and obviously, when he has a horse like this at this price, it's getting kind of no love. I, I've hit horses with Maker before like this, so uh, to me, he deserves to be in the consider in, in the conversation. And again, I like I don't like enough of these horses, uh, the, the lower prices. So I'm gonna take a shot. And I definitely didn't think it'd be 20 to one, but number six, last judgment for me. I want to know what your thoughts are because I almost asked you and I was like, you know what? I'll just see what he thinks. Yeah, I, I definitely considered this horse for a while um, because I just, I didn't want to play the favorite. So I took a, I took a lot of looks uh, at, at longer prices. I think the thing with this one that made me shy away is uh, he didn't get a better jockey. And that's really not a not a knock on on Vasquez, who I think is pretty decent. But it's just, you know, for a Grade Three race at Gulfstream, you've got a lot of other guys you could choose from. You know, so say he claimed one for five thousand and he put it up to twenty thousand, and Vasquez was aboard. Well, okay, but you know, the competition's pretty stiff here. So I I thought that was the only negative. But listen, I think yeah, I definitely has a shot. Um, maker off the claim i mean i'm never going to talk anybody off a horse like that so i think it's a good pick uh and again i i think a long shot's going to win this race yeah it's definitely one of those races to me that i I just wouldn't have any confidence picking uh you know as far as on top you know diamond oops or something you know could he win sure like he should win honestly um but again it's it's just he's been he's been too disappointing and friends friends horses like friends fire at five to two and diamond oops at three to one they're just too 
you can't trust them enough, you know? And I, I just, I don't, I'd rather play a huge price and hopefully get an upset than put my confidence in one of those horses. So that's why I leaned on my big upset of the day. I'll be interested to see what uh, these guys on the Magic uh, on the Magic Mike show do, right? I, I, I guess I might have to listen again um, <laughs> to see. That feels like a Samich horse, maybe. So we'll see. But uh, I'm on number six, Last Judgment. And finally, let's go to Los Alamitos on Saturday. Race four. It's a Los Alfie charity. It's a grade two. It's also known as the Tough Luck Bob Invitational. Worth 200K for two-year-olds going one one sixteenth miles. A field of six lines up for this one. It is worth Kentucky Derby points. 10-4-2-1 for your top four finishers. And make no mistake... This is a one of the more important races of the whole year when it comes to these derby prospects. You look at who's ran in this race, who's won this race. Bob Baffert has won this race six years, six years in a row. That's why it is called the Tough Luck Bob Invitational. But listen, you look at some of these horses that have won this race in years past. You've got, let's kick it off with, well, let's go. Let's go back to Pioneer Nile, look, looking at Lucky. Uh, coming to the top, liaison, violence, uh, shared belief, Dortmund. Now, here's where the streak begins for Bob Baffert. Dortmund, more spirit, mastery, McKenzie, improbable, thousand words. The interesting part about this is that all those horses I just mentioned came into the race as maybe, if not the Baffert horse, one of the Baffert horses. Coming in off wins, have, won, have, have been very high uh thought of horses and then enter this year and i think this is the interesting part spielberg for bob baffert is this horse and he's five to two it's going to be the first time likely that he's not going to go off the favorite in a race of his career so i guess my question is and we'll, we'll kind of this is an interesting conversation i think because what do you do with spielberg because history shows us that bob baffert brings in his best horses into this race to win but spielberg has been anything but his best horse in his, you know, he's obviously a million dollar purchase, a very highly thought of horse, but he's just disappointed. So what do you do with Spielberg? I, I can't pick Spielberg here. I just can't. And I, I and like, he's going to be a short price because of, because of all you, you just mentioned. And I just can't, I can't put him on top. I, I just think he is just horrible, you know? <laughs> so I think he's a defensive use because it's Baffert and you kind of have to, but I just don't like him at all. Um, I, I, I went to Red Flag, uh, you know, after that, because Red Flag, he won the Bob Hope last time out, and he dominated, <laughs> you know, Spielberg. So it's like, how can you how can you not, how can you just go back to Spielberg now? So I went to him. I thought about him for a while. I don't really care for him much either. I went with the number two horse, uh, Pertuccio. Is that how, how you're going to say that one? Sounds um, I'll, I'll accept it, yes. Yeah, Mike Smith. Uh, is you know jumped on him last time out and won at Del Mar going a mile on the turf which that's questionable now that he's back on the dirt he has two races on the dirt he finished third both times but they were sprints I think this horse you know maybe the stretch out is what helped him uh, so first at Del Mar last time out over the turf now gets back to the dirt I you know Mandela knows what he's doing Mike Smith is not going to ride some idiot here you know so I kind of think this is the horse with the most upside in the race. It's certainly not the horse that's shown the most so far, but I'm just trying to find anybody but Red Flag and Spielberg, and so I landed on the two. Uh, I think 
you know, I don't think this is a very good race. I, I'm not taking a lot of these horses serious coming out of this. Which is interesting, right? Because it's like I just let rattled off all those names. I mean, you talk about like you know, obviously Thousand Words was was the top horse for him at that point. He kind of faded and he kind of came back and uh, improbable. I mean, obviously McKenzie, obviously Mastery, if not getting hurt. I mean, that horse probably would have won the Kentucky Derby. Uh, more spirit at this time was very well thought of. Dortmund, obviously. Dortmund, obviously, people kind of forget about this, but Dortmund was the horse before American Pharaoh kind of made his return back to the track. You know, Dort it was a Dortmund versus American Pharaoh thing. Who's better for the Bob Baffert barn? And then shared belief, obviously, with his injuries, could never quite make it as a three-year-old. But at that time, it was very high th highly thought of for a Holdorfer. So I guess the point is, is this, hit this race has shown so much history to us as far as who comes out of this race you need to pay attention to, you know? Yep. Um, and it's interesting because you look at a horse, like you said, with red flag, and it's, even if he wins, I'm like, I don't know, you know, he, he, he doesn't seem like he's bred to go very far. Mm -hmm. and, and then Spielberg, obviously, is impeccably bred. Um, he's the horse that you'd want, but he just hasn't shown anything yet, you know? And that, that he's frustrating. I, I Listen, I hate it. I hate this as much as I hate about what I'm about to say, but I... It's Bob Baffert, and and he gets Pratt to ride. What is it? As as so much as so much call him, Florent uh, uh, Pratt. Yeah, Florent Pratt. Uh, he gets Florent Pratt to ride. It's I don't know. Like to me, you can't go against six years of history. And and in my mind, I kept going back to why is he in this race? Why Bob? Bob like I think after six years, Bob Baffert wants to win this race again. Like he wants mm -hmm. to keep winning it. He's not gonna he. he he expects to win. So why would he run him here? I mean, is he really, is that really the best option he's got? You know, like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like a, a life is good would run here if, if he thought he really wanted, you know what I mean? If he really needed to win this race to continue that streak. So I don't know. I just think he gets, I think Spielberg gets it done, but he did win. At least he broke his bait in two back. I mean, he, he go, he go in two turns. So, I mean, I guess he, he can, um, he ran a nice red 83 buyer that day, and then he followed it up in the Bob Hope with a 63. Uh, he, I think he, more than anything, is just a complete mess of a horse. You know, you just don't know what you're going to get. But obviously, he's red. Tough luck, Bob. Poor guy. I mean, he's got, <laughs> he, he, you would think he's going to get him to run a big race at some point. So, listen, just from the pure fact of you can't deny the record, number six, Spielberg. <laughs> So tell me, I've checked out racingdudes.com for our free picks and our premium selection on our handicap products page. Click the products link at the main menu at racingdudes.com to learn more. Remember, racingdudes.com is your destination site for free horse racing picks in all major horse from all major horse racing tracks. We're on Twitter at Racers for Dudes, Instagram and Facebook, listen to SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, even the website at racingdudes.com. Remember to go check out the Magic Mike show. What are they doing? The late pick four at Gulfstream Park. So go check them out. Uh, obviously, thanks for Magic and Ryan. For being on here earlier uh when i mean just a just a true all-star moment of the blinkers off history right there i i i'm still waiting I, I i cannot wait to get off the air here so i can get all my information for my subscriptions um and start taking full advantage of the you said the the u porn was for three months is that correct or one month correct correct the u porn is for three months and the uh tinder gold is for a year perfect perfect yes um yes. Uh, yeah, wow, full year. <laughs> I knew I knew uh age thirty five was gonna be the best uh 
year of my life and i it you know what year day one and well day two i guess of that it's already it's already shaping up to be that way i mean tinder gold and you porn good lord <laughs> all right next all thing i'm missing is uh is my jockey silks from dr miranda that's really well, all i'm missing only only me <laughs> it does look pretty good though i'll, get, I'll give her that she did a hell of a job, yeah, no doubt. Man, the, and the and the blues uh, unis are just spot on there. So absolutely, I mean, she's, this is I gotta text her as soon as we get off the air here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you beat oh, me to it. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> oh no! Shit. I did it again. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good year, Hulkster. Um, <laughs> Hey, uh, yeah, let's talk a little bit about that that uh, last week's game for your Browns, the Browns yeah. Um, yeah. versus Ravens. I mean, I know, obviously, you, you, we talked about this on the show last week and how important that game was, and I know you, even though you lost, I, I think there's not much to take negative uh, out of that. I think that was an incredible game, and, and, and I just, I, to me, the way they fought, uh, I, I wish they could have stopped the run a little more. I'm sure yeah. you do, too, but... Man, Baker and the offense really, really looked good late in that game. They they definitely proved a lot in the game, so that is the positive. And and the the thing I take from it is they just cannot stop Lamar Jackson. They're they're one of the few teams this year that can't. They couldn't stop him the first game, and they couldn't stop him, uh, you know, Monday night. And they didn't they didn't stop him at all last year at any point. So I, I don't know what it is. They just can't they can't stop them. They can't stop that offense. And it's not just him. It's like they they uh, they ran the ball all over them with the backs too. So yeah, it was disappointing. Uh, you know when they scored to make it 35-34, when Baker scrambled and, and, and scored from by the five yard line, I kind of thought they just got over the hump. You know I thought they're going to win the game because they were battling and battling and trying to overcome a bad interception earlier in the game and, and once they got that lead I thought it was over and they just they couldn't get the big stop but anyway it was a hell of a game uh, I think it proved that the Cleveland's for real I think it proves that the Ravens are you know they're back at least in the conversation um, I still don't think they're great but they're back in the conversation and um, I, I think listen the key now for the Browns is to not let down these next two weeks and beat the New York teams and They'll be in good shape going in the playoffs, but I was I was proud of the offense. They they played great. Well, shit, you should be <clears throat> be able to beat the New York teams. So, should uh, I will say this, and I, I you and I uh, are very uh, avid Lamar haters, so to speak, mm-hmm. or at least doubters. Um, but he really, I mean, he he obviously for three quarters he had like eighty yards passing. Um, yeah. He beat the Browns with his feet, and he 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 looked. He looked incredible. It was definitely the most incredible, uh, the most, the best he's looked all year in terms of running with the ball. I felt like uh, looked more like his usual self. And then I, I mean, whatever, however it happened, he comes in after taking a poop and goes <laughs> out and you know comes in on fourth down and and hits that to Hollywood and and scores. And then, and not just that, that was I mean he was it was a blown coverage and 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 whatever. But it was the driving downfield to get in field goal position all with his arm you know which i thought which are and the passes that we usually give him so much shit for that he can't hit a guy going 10 yards you know 10 yards crossing or something and he did so if he can play like he did both with his feet and his arm then that ravens team is 
is dangerous, you know, because they are that good whenever they are able to, when he, I mean, he's let them down for a lot of this year. Yeah. I thought the pass to Hollywood, I, I mean, giving credit, it was, it was right on the money and it was a good pass. But if you watch the replay of that, he has like four guys wide open. I mean, they, they the Browns put up, put a blitz on and it's like, if you don't get him, you know, you're screwed because yeah. if you blitz him and you don't sack him, all of a sudden, he's got all the numbers, and he can run, he can throw, and you've got nobody there, and that's what happened, and the guy's just wide open for touchdown. But I'm with you. I thought the last drive to get in the field goal position, that was huge because he had to throw because they didn't have a lot of time, and, and he mm-hmm. threw some 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 really nice passes. So, yeah, I'm with you. I, he, he deserves a lot of credit. Uh, you know, if he doesn't come back from whatever was happening with him, I don't think they would have won the game. <laughs> and I don't think that's something you could say about a lot of their wins this year. I don't think he's had a lot to do with them, but he definitely did that one uh, Monday night. And listen, their schedule is really easy the last three weeks, so they could build momentum and should build momentum into the playoffs. So they're they're definitely back on the radar. And hope you know, I'm, I'm, I don't I don't hate Lamar Jackson. Like I kind of hope that he he gets back on track and has a good three weeks because I I like to watch him play and hopefully he's in good shape there for the playoffs. But yeah, uh, you know, Browns. I I think. If they win out or, or maybe just win two out of the last three, I don't think they'll beat the Steelers. But, you know, if they could get to 11-5, and five, I think they'll match up against the Bills maybe and see what happens. They can beat the Bills. Uh, they can, yeah. For sure. They can, beat, they can beat anybody but the Chiefs, I think. So, um, we'll see. What did you think of the Chiefs game? I mean, obviously, I know I – mean, another one of those weeks where it felt like – you know, they, they were struggling. It was funny. You weren't feeling well Sunday. And it, mm-hmm. uh, and so like, they struggled early on. And then you wake up and the game's like out of hand. Like the Chiefs are just dominated. I mean, we went, we, we scored. We had a long touch. Like, the Chiefs took the, the lead at half. And then they, another t- touchdown drive. Uh, they return a punt and they get a safety. And, and so it's just like, and then they're on the drive again. And you wake up and he throws that pick, which was an incredible interception. Yeah. Um, and the kind of the, the game shifted a little bit, and they it's one of those games, you know, another week where the Chiefs look dominant, and then they just kind of hang around and hang around, and so a lot of the questions I'm getting from a lot of people, and you know, my circles from the, from the Chiefs fans, it's like, are we so good that we get a little bored in mm-hmm. these games, or is there is there a is there an issue? Like, do we have a major issue that's going to come up and, and bite us basically in the worst time in, in which would probably be in a playoff game? I don't think it's a major issue. I do think they're a little bit bored. Um, I say in the Miami game, now, when I went to sleep, it was 14 to 10, okay? And when I woke up, it was 30 to 10. So I missed all the good in the Miami yeah. game. <laughs> I told but you to go I, back to sleep. In, in that game, I just think, I don't think Mahomes played very well. Like, that was one of the worst games of his career in my opinion Mm -hmm. um and i I think that had a lot to do with it because and i was talking to you it's like the defense when i was watching was was kind of holding them in the game almost a little bit and then uh, their defense just faded uh in the second half but i don't think it's a huge issue i do think it is a little bit of boredom um, you know, people want to say, oh, I think the Bills can challenge them now and this and that. And, like, you have you have a really short memory. They went to Buffalo and destroyed them pretty much, you know. And, and really, yeah. a, a really good Chiefs performance. And they they have been able to beat everybody on this streak by, like, 20 or 30 points. I mean, they're playing awful and winning. 
Uh, and la- last week they played awful and won on the road against a playoff team. So I wouldn't be too concerned just yet. Um, it might not be the worst thing for them if they lost a the game, just to kind of wake them up a little bit before the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they obviously this weekend's a big game with the Saints. Um, yeah. This is, you know, definitely the the last really big game we have. So, um, in, in in New Orleans too. So yeah, I mean, I think that's this is a, it's a tricky one for sure. And, and yep. yeah, you kind of keep waiting um, for that to happen a little bit. And I, I agree. I, I text you this during the game. I was like, it's not often. It was like the first half. I was like, it's not often you can say, and maybe by not often, I mean ever. Have you said, wow, Mahomes is costing us right now? Like, it, it was just that weird of a game. He was throwing some really bad interceptions and obviously took, like, a, a record-tying 30-yard sack, which was just incredible. Yeah. Um, you know, did one of his patented moves that he expects to, to work, and it didn't, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I just felt like they were out of sync. And But I guess the, the plus side is you they seem to always get it done, you know? Like, it just, like, they might have the worst game, and they and when it comes down to it, Mahomes is going to get a first down. He's going to score or whatever. Um, they're going to go down and kick a field goal. Whatever it is, it just seems that way. It just kind of gets a little dicey at times where you're like, listen, let's, can, we, can we win one game by – can we hold on to that 20-point lead or whatever we had? Can we just win that out? Uh, but, you know, even going back to <laughs> our playoff run last year, that's the way, we, that's the way we, we like to shave years off of our, our lives by watching the Chiefs play every week because they just they, – they make you fear and then they pull away. So – Yep. Anyways, uh, I still think they're the, you know they're the one team, and obviously the the one seed now. With the Steelers losing two weeks yeah. in a row, yep. so you know it'll be interesting to see if they do lose again. But still, the Steelers I think could lose one more game too. So oh, obviously yeah. the Steelers losing again would be huge for the Chiefs. There, I think the Steelers are pretty horrible. Like, I, it, yeah. if if the Steelers are going to get the two seed, I want the seven seed. Like, I, I they're just not they're fading bad. They're getting beat to teams they shouldn't lose to. So yeah, and they, and their defense is just not the same as they were. I mean, they're they're no. they're they're putting up getting they're allowing so many points now. Yeah. Um, whereas they were so dominant earlier in the year. So I you know I, they're definitely capable. But yeah, right now yeah. is the time you want to play the Steelers. They're definitely trending. Um, yeah. You know, but they they've played a couple of good teams too. You know, like when they played the Bills, I was oh. like, dude, the Bills are better than the Steelers, and they were. The Bills, yes, but losing to Washington at home, that's not a good loss. That's not a good loss at all. Of the no. Bills, if you lose at Buffalo, that's, that's you know, excusable. Uh, and, and maybe that was the thing. If they, win, if they win at Washington, or if they beat Washington and then lose to the Bills, maybe we're not down on them quite as much. But, yeah, uh, listen, I don't think they're great. I, I do think they're capable of winning a round or two in the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl uh, by any stretch. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think the biggest fear for the, you know, the biggest AFC team to stand in the way uh, of the Chiefs is the Bills at this point. I mean, yeah. I, that, and, yeah. and we've beat them, you know. And yeah. uh, so, and also, it, it, this would be an interesting test, too, because, you know, one of the Saints are definitely one of the top NFC teams. Um, and so, yeah. can, is this a Super Bowl preview? Is this kind of what we'd be looking at? You know, so this this weekend will be a good test as well. And, um, you know, I, I definitely think it, Though this year, getting that one seed is so important, obviously, for the lone buy. But also, I think <clears throat> with these division races and, and the and the being that way, you're going to have these games all the way up until week 17 that are going to mean something, you know? Yeah. So you're not going to get 
a lot of these, well, we set our guys in this week 17 and we got a week, you know, we get the first round by, you know, so we have two weeks basically of rest. Like, it's no, it's just going to be, I think it's just like going to be a big time push for a lot of these teams going into the playoffs. So um, that makes it a little different this year, but definitely think the Chiefs have. <laughs> Be interesting to see if the Chiefs and Browns matched up. I, I don't know how this podcast would go. Um, it could. I mean, that could happen. I, I, I still don't think I would bet on the Browns to win a playoff game. I, I don't think they're there yet. Um, but it could happen. I mean, if the Browns win in the first round, I would call it likely that they would play the Chiefs because mm-hmm. they're going to be a lower seed. Um, right. So yeah, I mean, and, unless they were to win out, and then they would be the the, the top wild card, uh, and then. It's still a good chance. You know, as long as there's no upsets, they would still play the Chiefs in the first round. So uh, it, it definitely could happen. Um, and I don't think that would be pretty for, for the Browns. But uh, it, listen, when you're a Browns fan, just making the playoffs would be huge. Um, and same for the Cardinals. I'm a Cardinal fan too, and, and they're in the last playoff spot right now. Uh, so just, just making the playoffs, that's kind of your, your first goal. And then, and then go on from there. But I think the Browns are uh, there. I think I can officially sit here and call them a good team. I mean, I think they're good. Yeah, I do. I mean, I think it's amazing what they've. No, I, the, I think the coach. Uh, I text you um, mm-hmm. d- during the game. I was like, listen, I love the way this guy plays. Like, calls plays. Like, I, I he he's aggressive. Uh, he's creative. You know he keep you know he he uses he he's been he's found a way to to get ba- the most out of Baker, yeah. Um, by what he's capable, you know, what he's capable of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I love it, you know. And does it make you wonder too? Like, is there any like are you guys as Browns fans? Are you kind of like, yeah, we probably don't need it. We don't need OBJ. Like, I've I've never thought they needed him to begin with. It seems be like they play better without him. I think, I think a. He's extremely – no, I'm not going to say that. I, I just think, for whatever reason, there's no chemistry between OBJ and Baker. Mm-hmm. Because, and I don't know why, because when you look at him and Jarvis Landry, they're, they're 100% in sync. They have been from day one. There's just no chemistry between OBJ and Baker. I, I don't know whose fault it is. They, unless they're lying, they both say they love each other. You know, they, they're, they're, There is no – drama that people want to make it and i realize why they want to make it because there has to be some explanation right if you believe the two people there isn't a problem between the two they just aren't in sync and baker when o- when obj is on the field is not good at all he nope. got to playing better when obj got hurt he was better in his first year when obj was not there i can't explain it it kind of feels like when he's on the field that baker feels like he has to force feed him as much as he can. Yeah, but and even so, when he's wide open, he can't hit him. Have yeah. you ever noticed that? No, I know, I know. Yeah, and, the, and then, the, the play that OBJ got hurt on, he's running down the sidelines wide open, and Baker throws it like five yards behind him, and it's an interception, and he has to go run to make a tackle because it got intercepted. But when you watch Baker and he's throwing to like scrub receivers like Higgins and Peoples going down the field, that he hits him right on stride. I I don't get it, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, uh, but I definitely think you know you try to get something out of out of him or something and move on. You know, I do too. Both because yeah. I, I just have never. It's it, you want it to be there, yeah. it just isn't there. You know, and it's not. for whatever reason. I mean, it's like if Eli can make this guy look good, it's like I mean I know I realize Baker's not like like a top top tier guy, but he's still very good. And it's like, can you not? 
I think comparing him to Eli Manning isn't a stretch. I'd say they're similar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. You know, if 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 he's in Baltimore and Lamar can't get him the ball, then you're like, well, he's just he's just not a good fit for Baltimore's offense. Like, you know, he has trouble throwing the ball. But I mean, in Cleveland, he should be dominating, especially when they've got a running game that's going to give him some one-on-one matchups. You know? Oh, so I know. I, I don't know. I would argue. I don't know. I don't know if I don't, someone like pull these stats, but I have to look. I guess, but I would. I would venture to say, in the time he's been there, that Jarvis has had more 100 oh, yard games than yeah. than Odell has. They, listen, the best pass to Odell this year came from Jarvis Landry. Yeah, right. I know. In the Dallas game, and yeah. I, I'm sitting here as a huge Mayfield fan saying that it's like he just he just can't throw to Odell. I, I have and the, no and idea the best, why. And the best one of the best plays that Odell's made since he's been a Brown was a run this year. A run this year against yeah. Dallas. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, what, exactly. For, I don't know. Yeah, but somehow yeah. for some reason Baker's not included in any of that. So uh, it's just a weird deal. But yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, all right, that wraps it up. Uh, thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna want to listen to this show. I feel like again uh, once I get this posted, uh, definitely gonna be fun one to listen to <laughs> uh so i can't wait thank you halterman and uh and magic and ryan for a really an incredible game and i appreciate you thinking of me and uh, it was just a fun uh, i'm glad i won i cannot <laughs> wait to uh redeem my prizes as soon as we get off air so yeah. uh thank you so much uh i'm jared welch he's aaron halterman good luck this week RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. <laughs>